Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, yeah. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Thursday, we appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. It uh, should be noted, by the way, um, we get uh, some tweets that are sent through from people who uh, you know go out of their way to listen to the show. And that's always awesome, and uh, and we appreciate it because uh, we had, we had a guy reach out and say he gets up extra early. He's in Boise, Idaho. Um, sometimes you don't realize the reach uh, of this show or how many people actually are listening. Um, and uh, so when we get those things, I think it's pretty cool that uh, that people take Very time cool. to super uh, to cool, reach out. yeah, super cool. Um, and uh, if they've been listening to this show, it's been uh, just wholesome, you know, uh, mature super content, wholesome. you know, super. <laughs> Adult mature content. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, so we uh, opened up this show talking about the uh, story uh, at the Combine. Dolphins GM Chris Greer, uh, he uh, you know basically just said that the door is closed on potentially landing uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, you know He liked what uh, the plan in place uh, Mike McDaniel had for uh, Tua Tagovailoa and how they could get the most uh, out of uh, his potential uh, and uh, how they could uh, you know really kind of develop and uh, build this team and this offense around him. Uh, and so, you know, the uh, we had the conversation about uh, Deshaun Watson and his status and what's going on there and what the trade market would look like. Uh, then it turns over to the Miami Dolphins who, look, I mean, Chris Greer is saying all the right things. I mean, uh, you know, Tua Tagovailoa, that's the quarterback. It uh, only took three years for them to uh, finally decide, you know, we actually really like this guy. Uh, and they've got a head coach who actually really likes him, which is probably nice for the first time since, uh, since his time at Alabama. Alabama. But um, Chris Greer also did acknowledge that one of the stories that was out that uh, the Dolphins reached out to the Saints about Sean Payton, um, that that was true. Um, he tried to deny the uh, Tom Brady correlation. There was, uh, uh, I think, Mike Florio, Brady's guy, Mike Florio, uh, pointed out that the Dolphins were trying to make an effort to land both Brady uh, throughout the minority ownership stake to him as potentially uh, some bait to try and lure him in. Um, also, the uh, Sean Payton, uh, you know, maybe develop uh, and try and work on a trade to pair those guys up. So at least half of that was true, Brady. uh, But I'm sure there's, uh, you know, there's more stuff going around the combine. uh, And we talked about the uh, Tom Brady situation earlier, and it just seems a little bit bizarre what's happening there with him. So interesting. What's what's interesting about that Sean Payton report getting out and news of that, the Tom Brady, is is why. Why would that get out? Why would anyone want that to be known or that to become public knowledge? And this idea was floated to me by a listener um, who I had a nice conversation with, but then it, I kind of was curious to follow up on it, and it sticks. There is a thought out there that with the current lawsuit that Brian Flores has taken up with the NFL, and in particular the Miami Dolphins and Stephen Ross, and we, and we talked about this before in this statement that the Dolphins made, 
saying that Brian Flores and his agent's response were defamatory in nature, that this sets up for a defamation lawsuit, a countersuit uh, to what Brian Flores and his attorneys have done. And the reason why you'd want this to be out there, meaning news of Sean Payton and Tom Brady, because all that came to an immediate halt when Brian Flores filed the lawsuit. And so what you could be stating or claiming is that, well, Sean Payton was interested, and we have correspondence that he was interested, but then declined because of the lawsuit and because of the allegations. And if those allegations by Brian Flores turn out to be false, there could be a defamation lawsuit using the potential of hiring Sean Payton and bringing on Tom Brady as evidence of defamation that caused them to lose future earnings. So now you're going to look at a team that's going to be suing oh, wow. Brian Flores and that that you know those attorney, his two attorneys and and their you know their law firm for defamation. But and that and that number is going to be based upon future earnings what they could have made. So all this is setting up to be a potential countersuit, and that's the theory, if you will, behind why this has become public knowledge. Wow, jeez, <clears throat> that changes things. Uh, <laughs> So what happens next? <laughs> like what? I mean, I mean. Well, the first thing like- that has to happen is you know none of that matters if you know what Brian Flores and his attorneys have have alleged becomes factual, becomes true, and then they're able to, you know, because Stephen Ross won't have the team if that's the case. You know the the bribery claims and you know the other. Well, the racial claims, I'm not really sure what exactly was there that they considered right to be racist. But the truth is, if the bribery stuff comes through, that's it. I, I don't mm. think you'll see Stephen Ross as owner of the Miami Dolphins anymore. That's the first case that, that needs to be you know, handled, and we'll see what, how it happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know that if there's a settlement that you'll see a countersuit from Stephen Ross. It'd be kind of you know, odd that you'd settle in one way and then come turn right back around and want to sue them in the next breath. So that could actually just diffuse the entire situation. But it doesn't seem like Brian Flores wants that, given the language that he already bypassed you know, with his termination that's agreement. That's the key. That's the key right there. Like, but, he would have backed I, down that's, by that's now, right? That, yeah, that, that's what's next. See, my, my, my thought is if, if Brian Flores, knowing the, 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 the weight of what it is that he was about to embark upon with with his claims wasn't secure in the information that he felt he was bringing to the table. That's like, I mean, he's a coach. You you got to have your game plan. You got to have your information. You got to know the tendencies. You got to, you know, you got to know, know this is the DNA of, of my opponent. This is, they can't be anything else other than that that uh what it is that that is on our game plan like here it is on film like you believe your lying eyes is what they say sometimes like i just can't believe that he would go this far and not have what it is that he's saying he has i just can't believe that because i just think that he would get made i mean he would he would be destroyed and why not? Why not? Why not put an end to that immediately? If if I'm Ross and I'm the Miami Dolphins, because right now you're dealing with the speculation really 
all being on you. Even if you take the racial aspect out of this, as you mentioned, this is still something that is defaming. You know, this is this is you now become more more uh you know of of a a villain in the situation, you know, more infamous than than you are anything else. Why do you not come down with an iron fist on this scenario in this situation if you have the information that can clear your name and clear the organization and and move forward? I, I just I just can't believe that he doesn't have what he says he has. You know what I've been thinking about as well, too? Um, when did he decide that this was the approach he was going to take? Because, you know, it was like Belichick sent, you know, the wrong text from, you know, he was trying to text Brian Dayball, but he texted Brian Flores. And that really was, you know, the big shocker initially. And then you start to think about it and go, man, who hasn't made that mistake before? But that was really what they claimed was their piece of evidence that he was not getting a serious look at that job, um, you know, based on the racial component that's been added to it. How long was this in the works? Because... He kept, quote-unquote, receipts on his interview with the Broncos. He kept, uh, quote-unquote, receipts on conversations he had with, uh, you know, Stephen Ross. Um, He talked about uh, the New York Giants at length. Like, I just wonder, because the way that it came out, it felt like this had been sitting on the back burner, and they were just waiting to go ahead and pull the proverbial trigger here to try and make a move on this. And I I just wonder, when did they decide? Was it just the Belichick stuff? And they said, okay, now we're ready to go. All right, now we can unleash all this stuff. And I think, and, and I don't have any evidence of this, but this is just my guess. I think somewhere in the last couple of weeks, and by him taking the Steelers job, I think he's got a little bit of regret in this whole approach. I I think he regrets the move. I think he regrets being the face of this whole thing. I think it got away from him. He was frustrated at not getting the Giants job. He was probably insulted because he got confused with Brian Dayball. And then he got really aggressive. I think in the last couple of weeks, and now it's too far down the road for him to turn back, I think he probably regrets making this move. Because now there's a perception around the league, right or wrong, and LeVar, we talked about this that Brian Flores is a rat and I think there's going to be people around the league that look at it and say I don't know that I can trust this guy because he kept receipts and started making claims that people were drunk at interviews years ago what else is he keeping receipts on what else is going on I saw him yesterday he was walking around by himself I mean he he wasn't with a group of coaches or anything else I mean that's one of the things you see at the combine and not that there's clicks or anything like that but you see coaches all kind of walking around together and they're talking, conversing, talk to a couple coaches that I know that are in the business, right, talking about some things. And uh, as I walked out uh, with my buddy Pete Prisco, we, we saw him walking by. He was kind of by himself. Pete Prisco, tell him yeah. I said what's up. I will. Uh, he was just kind of minding his own business, you know, and, and no one was really around him. So it's just I, – I, I honestly feel for him, and, and the reason is because, you know, look, he felt like he was wronged in some way. And – you know, whether or not he, he was, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll come to find out based on what, what becomes factual evidence. But, you know, he, he probably felt like he was being wronged. An opportunity was taken from him. You know, I, I think some of the, the doing that's taken place is his attorneys. That's going to happen from time to time because they've got an invested interest in this. And, and as I've said to you before, if there's a defamation lawsuit, the deeper pockets is the law firm. Like, you're, you're not just going after potentially Brian Flores. You're going after the law firm as well. 
that's going to be ha- having deeper pockets because they're a reputable firm and, and these guys are a part of this. So that's how this all works out. So I, I just I feel for him because I, I think he was probably thinking he was wrong and he, and he wanted to do something that would help change for other minority coaches. But now it's become an issue where, like, he's isolated. He's, he's kind of excommunicated, like, almost on his own island, even though he is a coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, and maybe, look, maybe they don't feel that way, but it, it, is, it is just, you know, again, observing it and all that. You kind of saw him walking by himself. You felt bad for him. You felt like it's, it's got to be lonely right now, the position that he's, he's put himself in. He got some bad advice, huh? You're, I'll say this. You're, you're right in the fact that he will be looked at by – people that way he also will be looked at and admired by others that are in that community as well um just based off of them feeling as though he took a stand for what he felt was was right and was correct for uh an issue that that is a real issue whether whether he's right or wrong we we do know that that is a real issue now the the question now becomes again moving forward what does Brian Flores have? Because if he if he presents something that justifies everything that he's saying, then those who said that he's getting, you know, bad advice, Jonas, yeah. or or those who think that it may go in a bad direction or have said that it's going in a bad direction, this is this isn't good then you know those those statements will have to be retracted or or they'll have to be corrected i i, I just don't think the dude goes this far if he doesn't have what he needs to do and, and and that ultimately is what it comes down to if it does show and prove that he's there's validity to what he's saying then then that turns into you know now it turns into a bigger conversation you know, and and he was kind of the catalyst of that conversation ensuing. So it could go either way. Do you it could really go either way? Do you guys think we'll ever know the full extent of of what happened, or will this thing be wrapped up and they'll be you know it'll be settled and then we move on? Because you know there was a lot about the Colin Kaepernick you know stuff that we didn't find out. It took years to find out the Tom Brady Deflategate details that came out, and those just came out what a couple months ago. You think we're ever going to know? the real extent or is are these teams like the dolphins um in particular steven ross so pissed off at the accusation that they're going to go as hard as possible maybe not try and settle and want to prove their innocence oh i'm sure that there's a piece of that i mean i've said it before steven ross strikes you as the type of owner that's to the point in his life where he just doesn't care yeah. right like <laughs> I, I, I throw my father into that category, you know. Uh, <laughs> he's just – he's to the point where he doesn't care. I, I've told you the story. We went out to uh, – Gas station chopper? <laughs> yeah. We went out to uh, shoot trap and skeet one time with him, and obviously there's different safety protocols that, you know, you have to abide by when you go out on a, on a course like that. You're wearing eye protection, ear protection. Um, there's different ways in which you're supposed to go from spot to spot when shooting. And, you know, my dad, I mean, look, he's having a harder time hearing now, too. He does wear hearing aids. Um, But, you know, he he obviously wasn't abiding by any of it. Now, I don't know that he listened to any of the rules in the first place when they explained them to us. But that being said, they had to come out and, and, you know, remind him of the rules again. And he just looked back at the young man. He said, son, he's like, I was a Marine in Vietnam. 
He's like, I know how to handle myself around a weapon. He's like, I understand where, you know, what the rules are here. He's like, just understand. He goes, these rules weren't put in place for me. They were put in place for someone else. And, and, it's, you know, and, and I would say probably 10 years ago, he probably would have just said, all right, I'm going to put on you know, some ears and eyes and cover myself up. But you know, you, I think you get to a certain point in your life where you just say, I, like, I'm not standing for this anymore. You know, like, I've seen enough, done enough in this world. I think Stephen Ross probably falls in that category. And I, I do think, regardless of what people think he is as an owner, people call him in South Florida an absentee owner all the time. I, I do think there's an element of he wants to get this thing headed in the, bat, you know, the right direction, whether he's present every day or not. And I, and I think this maybe lights a fire underneath him. So, yeah, I, I think there could be a, like – there could be a lot going on uh, depending on how all this stuff turns out. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next. Uh, one team in the NFL uh, has decided uh, they are going to stay put. All right, they've got a star player. They're going to stay put. We will decide whether or not they are full of it. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We've got the BQ News coming up uh, later on this hour, about 20 minutes from now. Uh, who the hell knows, based on the performance on this show thus far, what we're going to get in the BQ News. Uh, but always uh, good stuff here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so, uh, you know how uh, last year, last offseason, uh, Russell Wilson, um, well, apparently his agent went rogue and threw out four teams that he'd be willing to take a, uh, you know. <laughs> if I were to go. Yeah, just, you know. But, but again, Russell Wilson, uh, that wasn't him. He had nothing to do with that. So, so you know, his agent went rogue and just threw those four teams out, like the Saints, uh, the Raiders, the Bears. Uh, I don't even remember what the other one was. But, um, I mean, I, I guess – uh, all is well uh, uh, following um, the worst season between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson in the history of their pairing because uh, Pete Carroll was asked at the Combine yesterday uh, about uh, Russell Wilson and would they uh, entertain trade offers or look into anything like that, and here's how it sounded. You know, there's conversations about everybody. We're talking about everybody. And that's commonplace for us to have conversations with teams about all of the players, particularly marquee players. And that's not changed. It's been the same every year we've been here. So it's the same as it's been. We have no intention of making any, any move there. Um, but the conversations, John has to feel those he always has. Uh, but nothing specific to, to that. So there it is. Uh, so uh, yeah, apparently uh, we are all good here. Now, he did talk about uh, the communication aspect between uh, Russell Wilson and himself um, and uh, all the stuff, all the rumblings about any issues that they've had. Uh, apparently uh, everything is good at this point. Let me say this. Uh, Russell and I have had a partnership for all of these years. We've worked at this the whole time. And, you know, I, I, we've always tell you that he says the same thing I do because it's the truth. It's how we've worked at stuff. We've communicated on a really high level. And with that thought, um, I felt it was huge hugely important that we communicated really well and that we would be in touch. We would know what's going on and we could take the time to, to step aside some of the action that's at hand and, and make sure that we, we keep things in, in proper perspective. And that's what we've done. So has Russell Wilson communicated with him yet uh, that he would like to be traded to uh, preferably the New York <laughs> Giants? Has that, uh, has um, that come out yet? 
I mean, here's the tough thing about wanting to go elsewhere for Russell Wilson. Look what he's built up in Seattle. I mean, he is there all everything as a player in regards to their franchise and, you know, passing stats and records and numbers. And he's won a Super Bowl and he's been to two and he's, you know, there's all these things. And you look at him off the field. What he does with the children's hospital, the way that the team has parted with him in different ventures, the, the why not you, that slogan and phrase and how it's, it's used. There's just so many things, um, even off the field, that I think they've, they've kind of partnered with. All that stuff goes away if he goes elsewhere. I mean, I, I wonder if from last year to this year, if, if there's an element of like cooler heads prevailing and as he starts to think more about his legacy, he realizes that, you know, maybe where he's at is as good of a place to be as anywhere to try to win a Super Bowl. I mean, Hello. the NFC West <laughs> seems to have one heck of a, uh, of a record, at least lately, of getting to Super Bowls between, you know, themselves, the Rams, uh, obviously the 49ers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I kind of look at it from that perspective and wonder that, Because, you know, for him, it's just different. It's hard to build back up, and it's hard to have the same type of partnership that he would look to have compared to what he's really done since in the past decade, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about being in Seattle. So there's that. um, But I'll I'll just say this. And in negotiations, you know, you just – you never say never in the NFL. And I think you have to portray this this – you know, we're not getting rid of him. We're not getting rid of him. We're not getting rid of him. Four first-round picks, we're getting rid of him. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. I mean, literally, like, you have to put up this We love wall. him. We love him. We love him. But he had to go. Goodbye. Yeah. I love you. I love you. You're the best. It's the best thing ever. But tomorrow's uh, you know. a day yeah. away. It's, I mean, that's just how it is. Is it not? It, it, I mean, it, I just. It baby, is. I love you. I'll never leave. Wait, who is yeah. that? Wait, what wait. Is that over on. there? Yeah. Here, yeah that yeah, was yeah. yesterday. Is that Olivia Culpo? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, hey. What? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> All right. So what? I mean, so what are you guys thinking? Okay. I mean, um, what are we thinking? Does he stay? Does he go? Does he see? To me, that that sounded like a college coach that that had a recruit, or you know, he's dealing with a guy that is looking maybe possibly to jump into the transfer portal. You know what I mean? Like that was that's that was kind of like college talk to me. That wasn't. That didn't come across to me as that's that's pro talk. That was that was smoke and mirrors. There was smoke and mirrors connected to that. Um, I think if there's the right offer on the table, I think Seattle moves on because if they weren't going to trade him last year and they only got worse last year, um, they're clearly a ways away from I, I would assume competing. Well, let me ask you guys this: Do you is is Russell Wilson on the Seahawks? Are they a better team than if Russell Wilson is on the Giants? Are the Giants better or the Seahawks better with Russell Wilson next year? I mean, it's an easier division to win in the NFC East. I'm sorry, easier. Cowboys yeah. fans. Yeah, come on. And are Eagles you trying fans? to insult a yeah. large portion of this audience? Is I, mean, I, mean, I know they on. had two playoff teams this year, but I just – They did. I'm sorry. LeVar it's, just did Undisputed. You know he's a Cowboys fan now. I mean, what are you doing here? We can't I'm have not this. A Cowboys fan. <laughs> 
Don't laugh him off. Hold on. So you, all you have to do is do Undisputed and you become a Cowboys <laughs> fan because Skip Bayless? <laughs> he, he took the turn. Tell me this much. How can Skip Bayless be a Cowboys fan even though he's got a riff with Troy? I mean, I guess Troy's not you know, there anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've always wondered true. that. You know? uh, but, yeah. Where did it go wrong? Yeah. Well, Where did yeah. it go wrong? Uh, do, do you know the story behind that? Yes, yeah. I do. Oh, okay. I, 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 I say that, I mean, yeah. tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently you, you make <laughs> accusations like that, and uh, people remember them for years and years. Um, but I, it just, I wonder, you know. Like it, a question choice masculinity. The other. Uh, yeah, uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's why you're my baby bro. <laughs> baby bro Q strikes again. All right. Oh, All right. man. Uh, now, I was right there with you. Don't get me kicked <laughs> off that show. You know. I like that. Uh, yeah. That's why I had to say it. I'm yeah. not going to let you fall on the sword. I'll be yeah, good. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. We do have uh, the most recent odds. Russell Wilson's uh, 2022 team odds. Uh, we do have the most. You guys want to play a fun little game here? See how many in the top five you can guess? Because uh, there, sure. there is a surprise uh, in Ooh. here, or, or maybe a surprise that's not in here, I should say. Uh, so here we go. A little game show music here. Here we go. Let's get uh, it. This, according to DraftKings, the odds Russell Wilson. 2022 team. Uh, who do you guys think is the favorite right now? Should be pretty easy. I mean. Command uh, Seattle. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle's the favorite. They were a minus yeah, 250. Seattle. Again, these are the most recent. Uh, so these could have changed over the past uh, seven to ten days. But the, the most commandos. recent. Commandos. Uh, the Washington Commandos are not. They are way down. Uh, what? Plus wow. 25 to one. Uh, the Commandos. What? Wow. Yeah. So there are one, two, three, four. There's like uh, six or seven teams ahead of the Commandos. Okay, um, the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are also not close. They are actually wow. farther down wow. or tied with the uh, Commandos at 25 to 1. Okay. Huh. The Giants. The Giants are even further down. Come on. What? Yes. The Gi- this surprised me. The Giants are 50 to 1 to land Russell. Am I, am I wrong for saying Cleveland? The Cleveland Browns are also uh, pretty far down, thirty okay. to one. You guys <laughs> We're are doing all, great I, I right mean, now. I mean, we only need. We are, I mean, there's only like ten more teams left in that. Uh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, just I'm gonna rattle them off. Let's do some process of elimination. No, that's here. that's what I'm looking at right now. Like, who else are you gonna throw into the conversation where he'd go? I'll say this: the top three favorites were Pittsburgh. all were all playoff teams a year ago. Pittsburgh is one of them. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh tied would be at twelve to one. Amazing for for Russell Wilson. Yeah, Pittsburgh is tied for at twelve to us. one. Uh, for first. all of us in the Steeler Nation, we yeah. would enjoy that nothing more than to get Russ. Uh, okay, so if there's Pittsburgh that's involved, then I mean, is it possible you could say Philly? Philly is fifteen to one. There you go, Lavar. That was the other one. They're uh, in the top uh, top two. Uh, there's another team tied with Pittsburgh at twelve to one as the favorite to land Russell Wilson. Right? Just it is a team that we've Houston? talked about. No, no, not Houston. It is a team we've talked about on the show a couple of times this week because uh, they do have a need all of a sudden at quarterback. Apparently. Oh, all of a sudden, who's the dude? Uh, San Francisco? No, not San Francisco. No, I doubt they. Oh, I doubt they would trade him. Fixed, to, uh, right? Well, I Mr. doubt they would. Mister, Mister Unlimited. Yeah, you got to be unlimited. Uh, Eddie Garcia. Uh, let's go to uh, Eddie Garcia, who has a guess. Eddie, uh, what is your guess on this? Uh, is it Tampa Bay? Yeah, oh. there it is. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why would you uh, want to come? Uh, man, that, are you a sloppy second? Way to clean that what? up, Lavar. Lavar, way to way to put that back in the holster because you were Did, about to say one thing and then you went to the other. Say? <laughs> well, I don't know. What say? Yeah. I'm just saying. Thank you. I'm just saying. And I dig oh, Sierra man. and I dig Russ, but, I mean, you are coming after uh, – Tom Brady and Giselle. And, yeah. I mean, do you want to do that? Yeah, I don't think so. Right. Uh, it's time for y'all to go to bed. I mean, yeah, but not in Tampa. Yeah, so uh, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, and Philly, uh, and Miami is also sitting there at 15-1. to 1. Those are the, uh, the favorites if he does not stay in Seattle where he would end up, according to DraftKings in 2022. So. So, I, the Giants at fifty to one feels like there's value there. Maybe I'm nuts, but uh, it feels like the Giants would make a lot of sense. I don't know, but uh, but there you go. That I know is, that I'm a great would, football player. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. Thank you, and I'll continue to be great. Very humble, Russell Wilson. He's uh, just a very humble guy. It's all about mindset, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, you need to talk like that about yourself doing radio. That's what you need to do. Uh, no, because I'm not a D-bag, so I'm going to go ahead and pass well, on that. Sorry. Just, it's uh, up in the air. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 unbelievable. <laughs> Why don't you screw yourself? All right. Uh, we are brought to you uh, by one of our favorite cities. Speaking of gambling, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition. It is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas. So Make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. And speaking of Las Vegas, this April 28th, less than two months away, April 28th through the 30th, Vegas will be hosting the 2022 Draft, an event that will be unlike any other with unparalleled energy and excitement that only the greatest arena on earth can deliver. The best part is now through March 13th, we're giving away a trip for two to be a part of the energy and the excitement. That's right. You and the lucky person of your choosing can win a trip to Las Vegas during draft weekend, April 28th through the 30th. The prize package includes, check this out, round-trip airfare to Vegas, a hotel stay on the Strip, access to Fox Sports Radio's draft broadcast, and more. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com to win a trip to Vegas during draft weekend. Right now, we turn it over to Eddie Garcia for the latest in sports. All right, Jonas, we'll get you updated on what happened last night in basketball. First in the NBA, we had the Bucks, the defending champs, hosting the top team in the East, the Heat, and Milwaukee was down 14 with six minutes to play. They rally back for a 120-119 victory. Drew Holiday hits the game winner in the final seconds. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 28 points, 17 rebounds for Milwaukee. 76ers improved to 3-0 with James Harden in the lineup after beating the Knicks 123-108. Harden finished with 26 points, 9 boards, and 9 assists, while Joel Embiid chipped in with 27 points and 12 rebounds. Suns didn't have their top player, Devin Booker, due to COVID issues, but they still trounced to Trailblazers 120 to 90. Phoenix is the first team in the NBA to hit the 50 win mark. They're now a league best 50 and 12. Overtime for the Jazz to beat the Rockets 132 127. Overtime for the Pacers to knock off the Magic 122 114. College basketball number five Auburn needed overtime to win at Old Miss or excuse me at Mississippi State. Uh, 81 to 68. The final Tigers clinch at least a share of the SEC regular season title with that victory. Creighton beat number 18 UConn 64 62. Texas A&M won at number 25 Alabama. 87 to 71, and number 14, Arkansas, is a point better than LSU, 77 to 76. Tonight in the NBA, we have the Dallas Mavericks hosting the Golden State Warriors. That's our Discover Card key matchup brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions.
questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Now back to Brady Quinn, Lamar Arrington, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up, uh, and we will have an update on um, you know that huge game over in the uh, Chinese Basketball Association, the Shanghai Sharks, uh, who was the pick of Live Bet Jesus, uh, you know, just uh, I mean, just out, out here handing out cash apparently because uh, they were down twenty at one point. Uh, so we might have some good news for those of you uh, lucky folks who actually took his advice uh, and are looking to go two and zero on the week. Uh, plus the latest edition of the BQ News. All of it is yours coming up next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We are going to have another edition of the BQ News coming up here in uh, just a couple of moments from now. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, for a football Friday here on FSR. I uh, do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. So um, before we do get to uh, the BQ news and if you missed any of this show the podcast will be up at foxsportsradio.com afterwards um lead the lap uh live bet jesus popped on uh the shanghai sharks uh overseas were uh trailing by almost 20 he got a uh, plus 11 and a half on shanghai in that game where do we stand right now with that uh, basketball game this is quite a turnaround there is about three seconds left in this game and the sharks have come back from that 18 20 point deficit and are currently up two points on the flying leopards they're winning <laughs> i mean you guys unbelievable <laughs> you know the weird thing was though were the shanghai sharks the favorite coming into the game i don't i mean that's not important it's not relevant to well, the situation. i don't know i mean anyone who follows uh chinese basketball would know the shanghai <laughs> no, sharks yeah. are not a team you want to bet against uh, yeah. but that's live, just, okay. live bet jesus follows that yeah. you know that's uh, why yeah. just, well that's yeah that's total exactly disrespect I uh i mean i'm just being honest that, it feels like the game even went final if i'm not mistaken thank you jesus it's a win. Have, uh, Is that three weeks uh, in a row? I mean, three in a row. Is that three weeks in a row? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Can Live Bet Jesus bring uh, the bets over to America and win in, like, the NFL or <laughs> the NBA, well, NCAA football, maybe? Well, March Madness? Can he can't, LeVar. That's the problem. Oh, <laughs> can you can't. give me a Chris Collinsworth recap of Live Bet Jesus winning? I mean, I got to tell you, like, you know, I mean, I've seen the movie Jaws, but the most damaging <laughs> shark of all time is apparently in Shanghai. I mean, Al, golly. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, this is just oh, uh, man. amazing. You know what I love but... about Jonas is people don't understand the work he does behind the show. This guy realized that in order to place live bets on this time slot, he was going to have to start doing deep dives into <laughs> foreign sports. <laughs> and so he's now become an expert in, like, Chinese <laughs> professional sport. That is it's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, that, like, that is, uh, I would put Jonas up against any other uh, radio 
co-host out there in the world as far as finding obscure things to bet on for our audience. First that of all, is fair. I have nothing to do with this. It's a piece of paper that falls down on the desk. I read oh. what's on the piece of paper. I'd love to take credit for it, but I am not live bet Jesus. Um, he just know. picks winners. That's all I know. Uh, but since you brought it up, the uh, New Delhi Daredevils are an Indian Premier League cricket team. Just want to throw there that out go. for anybody that's, that's interested. New Delhi. Yeah, New Delhi. I need a sandwich oh, today, too. I <laughs> <laughs> think I'm going to go to new, a New Delhi today. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, oh, I'm surprised you didn't hit the drop, Roberto, based on uh, that comment. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, all right. Uh, it's time for the BQ News. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good oh, news? Man. Here's Brady all right. <laughs> it, We've got a little bit of a theme today, all right? It's uh, news coming out of the great state of Florida. Uh, this, is a, this is a good one. This is fun. Have you guys ever been pulled over for speeding before and tried to provide an excuse to the police officer? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What's, Every time. What's been, your, what's been your go-to that's gotten you out of a ticket before? Uh, Emergency. Somebody's going to die. I, I rolled through. Somebody's a, at the hospital. I, I rolled through. Well, I, I rolled through a stop sign, or no? I a cop pulled me over because I was looking at my phone, but I was looking at my phone for a reason because I thought there was somebody breaking into my backyard. And I and I told him, like, "Hey, I, I promise you." And he said, "All right, well, I'm going to let you slide because that's uh, a really good one, Jonas. Yeah. Well, no, that's but it was true. One. Like I, I actually thought, but they that's were. still a good one in yeah. Jess or not. It, it's that's a good one. Well, I mean, you know, right. it didn't work well, the second time I used it. Uh, what you got, Brady? What what what, check, what 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 you? Well, I, I I actually don't use an excuse. I usually try to pull over as soon as possible. Sometimes I've actually pulled over before they've even like flipped on their lights when they're behind. Right, right. And 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 my whole thing is like I think it's as as soon as you try to make it and admit that you made a mistake, sometimes they'll just say, hey, I'll let you go. You made a mistake or you know, whatever warning. the conversation goes. But yeah. this particular Florida man, well, he tried to break out every excuse in the book in uh, Flagler County, uh, a deputy there in Palm Coast. He used the... Uh, He's the excuse of, well, he just got the car and was trying to get out of sport mode. Um, he, al- <laughs> he also argued that he saw another car coming and was trying to get out before them. <laughs> but this is really what takes the cake, okay? Uh, and this is all from body cam footage, okay? He says, I just found out that Putin just said he's going to launch nuclear thermal <laughs> war against the world. And I was just trying to get yeah. back to my house to find out what's going on. I'm freaking out. So that must have uh, So he blamed Putin for his speeding ticket going 50 in a 30-mile-an-hour speed zone. <laughs> that wow. must have worked. I mean, it's current events. I mean, uh, at least he, he's watching the news. There's nothing wrong with that. That did, By the definitely way, did not work. One of my favorite parts in a movie is on Groundhog Day when Bill Murray gets pulled over with those two drunks and the cops are walking up to the car and he says, I'll handle this. And he rolls down the window and starts ordering food. Like, he's at a drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take two large fries. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. Um, like I said, the, there's a theme today. Let's uh, stick in the great state of Florida. Well, uh, a man thought he could uh, he could get out of a sporting goods store uh, stealing a crossbow by shoving it in his pants. Uh, <laughs> Was okay. it Chris Jones? <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually not. <laughs> that would be a sledgehammer. Uh, surprisingly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the forty-six crossbow look like in your pads, bro. Oh, I'll, I'll tell it must you, must have been um, like a handheld. 
Th- that's the odd thing is that I'm not sure what the deal was, but basically the, the footage shows the 46-year-old can be seen walking into the shop, uh, and he, he's got a crutch that he's that I guess, use, using as a distraction. <laughs> oh, that's good. Before right. taking, he took a pair of cutting tools and removed the security tag on the crossbow. And then you could then see him shoving the weapon down the front of his trousers before walking out. <laughs> Here's the thing. They didn't catch him. He wasn't oh, wow. caught until later on. It was a few days later when they caught him in, this, in the same uh, car park at a nearby store. There was a, an arrest warrant issued out for him, and they ended up they just so happened to catch him because they saw him on camera out there, and they noticed that was the same guy who shoved the crossbow in his pants in the first place. Okay, can you give him a little bit of credit, not just for being able to get out of the store, but he thought ahead of time knowing if I walk in with a crutch, when I walk out limping, it's not going to be as big of a deal right. because I'm, I've got the crutch. So he brought in a prop to leave with a prop. I mean, again... If you're thinking that far ahead, dismiss all charges. Wow. Yeah. He gets off free, and he gets to keep the uh, the crossbow. The crossbow. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Okay. I mean. Uh, I have one more. It's not in the base in the state of Florida. I don't know if we should go this direction, though. Let's do it. So. Um, what is it? I don't know. I mean. Um, well, there was a guy. <laughs> I just, I don't think we should do this. What's uh, We're running out of time I mean, anyway. You, you want so, to tiptoe around uh, it? You're, yeah, you're broadcast. Yeah, look at him tiptoe. I'll, I'll tiptoe never around tip-toes. this. Come on. There was Cute a never man tip-toes. who, uh, he allegedly smeared feces on someone who was waiting for a train. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard that story. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's. He stinks. Yeah, I, I, we know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's confirmed that the person stinks. Yeah, he stinks. I don't think you know, I could smell this like well. ass. I mean, you listen, know. You know, uh, yeah. Catch a cab next time. Yeah. Ew. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 